Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Blues Focus podcast with me, your host, John Graham. Once again, many thanks for taking the time to download this, download this pod or view it on, on our YouTube channel. As ever, um, the two Toms with me. How are you guys? Good, thanks, mate. Yeah, not bad, mate, thanks. So, um, 24 hours um, has passed since the, um, the away performance at, at, at Bournemouth. Um, obviously, lots to cover off. I think lots about the performance, lots about individual, um, I guess, performances as well. And also, wh- where do we go from here? Um, obviously, n- nothing's happened, no major announcements over the last 24 hours. So I think we, we are where we are for, for the foreseeable. So, um, Tom G, firstly, over to you. Um, thoughts when, when, it, when the team was announced? Um, again, I think it was, you know, like the last couple of games, I think a bit of, bit of disappointment, really. Um, having said that, however, you know, I think definitely for me, I think the first half, you know, was a, a big surprise, really. I didn't expect us to press the way we did. Um, if anything, you know, I thought it was going to be the complete opposite. I thought Bournemouth was going to be pressing us a lot higher. You know, I just think we, as a team, we press really high. We, we stop them from playing out from the back, which is, you know, something that, that they like to do. Um, mm. And, I, you know, I thought we looked really good um, in the first half. Yeah, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that. Um, I, I mean, I'll go on to my thoughts on the team selection in a minute. Tom, what, what did you think? Um, I mean, I completely agree with Tom um, in the sense that, you know, we had a really good first half, but we said that about Wickham as well. Like, you know, we, we went for that kind of pressing style. We were all over them. It was looking good. But then after a while, like, obviously at Wickham, after a while, there was just no success and we kind of gave in due to tiredness and whatnot. Um, but no, at Bournemouth, we really took the game to them. And as usual, you know, we took we took the lead and then you were kind of expecting to concede afterwards because I, I had no faith that we were going to hold that lead. I thought, you know, despite the good play, we won't keep it up. Maybe if Pedersen's goal had accounted, it might have been a different story at the end of the day. And we could be talking about a win or a draw. But, you know, every single time we concede, the heads drop. Yeah. Like, they just mm. drop. And let's be honest, that second goal um, that we scored to equalise, you know, it didn't take much. It was quite a just simple cross from Sanchez that Hogan luckily got on the end of. But it wasn't like team play. It was just the two of them. And to be honest, even in my player ratings, those are the two that really stood out for me in the entire game. Um, so, no, despite a good start, it, it still wasn't good enough in the end for me. And I expected to lose even when we went 1-0 up. So, yeah, I, I I think for me again, you, you look at the you look at the team sheet, and it, and it was unfortunately we, we've said this a lot over over recent weeks when we've sort of said what do you think he's going to do and what should he do, and every time we say what he yeah. think what we think he's going to do, he does it because he's got no imagination, um, and I don't know whether it's and I think these are the questions that need to be asked: Is he picking the team? Is he picking the team based on who's earning the most money? Um, 
is he picking a team as he is at the moment because he's he's scared to put the new players in because he didn't sign them? Because there comes a point when we, we, we see the same thing over and over again. We're getting the same result, i.e. a loss, over and over and over again. That you have to question the, the sort of mentality of, of why you're doing that. So for me, that was, you know, stand, standard, you know, just poor team selection from my point of view. But then, you know, I, I would, and I always will be there, I think, quite balanced in, in what I, my assessment of games. And I, and I agree, I think first half, um, we were pretty good. I, th- I think we, we, you know, we, we played some decent stuff. Um, you know, it, it, we had lots of chances. I mean, I've, I've looked back at the highlights um, today. And, you know, even though the, yeah, the Pedersen disallowed goal, obviously the goal that we got, Sunic has had a really good um, volley saved early on. There's been another couple of really good opportunities. So, you know, I, I think first half... Not what it was. It was fine, and, and I think we've all got to be realistic and say, forget what's been before. Um, Bournemouth away. What at the start of the season? What we what would we expect to get out of that game? Yeah. And the reality is probably nothing. Um, but that being said, they were they were appalling first twenty five minutes. Yeah. They they looked like a they looked like a you know a Premiership team that um. Little bit arrogant, just just going to turn up, just going to just going to win the game, and I think we we massively sort of, I think probably well, I was surprised, so they must have been surprised. <laughs> so I, I I didn't I didn't see that I didn't see that coming. I didn't think we were we were capable of, of of that, and you know we did dominate. And as you both rightly say, you know we we concede we concede the first goal, but with without I mean we'll, we'll come on to the second half in a minute, but. My, my biggest issue is it's not so much, and the Karanka keeps saying about individual mistakes. Well, if you keep picking the same players, those players, in my view, a lot of them aren't good enough. So it's the individual mistakes, like for the build up to their goal, Harley Dean doesn't get his header. So it's a, it's a launch. He misses his header. Okay, that happens. But then he, he's just in no man's land. He just doesn't get back. And all of a sudden, you've got, they've got a three on two. So, you know, we've, we've got it loads like of... Their, it was, it, it, go on. Sorry, I was just going to say it was like their third goal. I completely agree with you. I thought, you know, I don't know if you remember it, but it was such a lazy tackle from oh. Dean, you know, just outside the area, half-heartedly, you know, just poke your foot out. You don't need to put a foot... You know, you don't, he's not going anywhere. You didn't need to foul him there. It's 2-1-1. Yeah. On yeah. And like you say, that you know, that's, that's cost us another goal in the game. Yeah. And, and, I, and I, don't, I don't think they're a sort of, you know, the yes, we've had the glaring mistakes like you know Clayton and Etheridge has done a few but these aren't glaring mistakes they're just from players that aren't good enough they can't concentrate they don't they don't keep their shape I mean Darren Purse on the commentary was saying you know Harley Dean you know when there's a corner it's like Christmas come early for him he can't wait to get up there he can't wait to stay up there and then you've got friend on his own at the back and it's like yeah any any chance of a bit of help and I, I just that that for me is the biggest problem so when we get into the second half, what, what I mean, I know you both said probably expected to concede. What, what were your thoughts on the second half, Tom? Um, what I expected, to be honest. Um, you know, I think I have to say this as well. Bournemouth on their day are a good side. And I, I feel like they've played, you know, you look at the way they played at St. Andrews. That was a completely different style. And I do yeah. think that's down to, obviously, Jason Tindall was in charge of their first victory against us. But the way they played the other day was so Jonathan Woodgate, it was unbelievable. Like, you watch his time at Borough, it really reminds me of that opening game of the season, last season, that they played against Luton. I think that one finished, like, 3-3. But he is that kind of manager that's, you know, high scoring. Doesn't matter how many you can see, just as long as we outscore the opponents. Yeah. And, you know, they're not defensively sound, but that's not his style. And I feel like, you know, that was expected. So would I say that I'm extremely impressed that we've scored two goals against Bournemouth? No, not really, to be honest. I'd have expected it against a Jonathan Woolgate side. Mm. Um, any other time, maybe against Jason Tindall, yeah, I'd have completely praised it. Yeah. Um, even against back when Eddie Howe was in charge, 100% I'd have praised that. But I don't think there was much to take from it other than Scott Hogan, by far, was the player that was trying the hardest on the pitch. Yeah, of anybody, um, you know, so was Ivan Sanchez, but Scott Hogan in particular, 
and it was nice to see a tiny bit of fight for a change, but it, it still wasn't good enough at the end of the day, that second half. So no, no. It was just expected, predictable. Yeah. Tom G, what were your thoughts on the second half? Any any highlights? Um, I think, that, you know, the one thing I do want to say, because I think, of, you know, I definitely myself, I've cr- uh, criticised him a lot in the last few weeks. I thought that, you know, the bringing on Lecco and Harper when he did, you know, about I think it was around about 60, 62 minutes or something like that. And I thought that was a brilliant time. You know, I thought two two players and I thought, you know, for the first sort of 10 minutes when they come on, I thought we looked like a much better side as well. Uh, the one mm-hmm. thing I would like to say definitely about more Harper is, you know, I think that athleticism, having that in the midfield, I think is a big yeah. plus. And I think definitely in the first half, you know, we, and again, no disrespect to Sunjic because I do like the way he plays. But when he first come to Blues, he was playing as that sort of, you know, deep lying sort of Perlo midfielder, you know, and the positions he was in the other day, regardless, I mean, that was a really good volley. Obviously, he was unlucky with that, but the positions he, he finds himself in, whereas, you know, if you've got someone like Hussain, who's a bit more attacking, you know, he, he can make the, the difference. But again, I, I just feel like what Tom said with the first half, I feel like as soon as we can see the goal, I just feel like, you know, it's just like heads go down and that's it. And having said that, you know, Lecco and Harper came on and then there was a bit, in, you know, where Lecco got the ball and he just sort of rolled his studs over the top of it. You know, it went out for a throw in, and I just, you know, even the, I think Darren Purr said it. You know, just passing the ball with the side of your foot. You know, you, you're losing, and, and then you're doing something like that. And 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 for me, that epitomises it. You know, I think they're clearly not all in it together, are they? You know, I think in certain stages of the game they are, but then you know, like you say, you, whether the players disagree with substitutions or tactics or whatever, you know, but something isn't right there. Just quickly on that, um, kind of just building off that, really. I know we obviously criticised Harley Dean quite a bit. Um, I saw a tweet today that, you know, I, I agreed with and I didn't, maybe not towards the end of it, but it said, uh, unpopular opinion, you know, Colin, Dean, Roberts, Pedersen all need to go because they're not good enough and they are going to take us to League One. Well, I'm, uh, and, you know, that, that for me, this isn't, everybody knows, I, I don't, I think Harley Dean's the most overrated player. I mean, I don't know whether anybody rates him, but, you know, he's probably on 35 a week. Scores an occasional header. Yeah, but that's it. But the thing is, he's a centre half. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. well done. The amount of times he goes up, he, I'd, I'd hope he'd score a few goals. But yeah. It's, I would. I mean, I, for me, it, whilst it might be a bit harsh, I don't mind Colin at, at all. And I think Pedersen at times, even though he's painfully left footed, yeah. Um, I think that that would be probably collateral damage. But I'd get, I would, I'd, I'd ship them all out. I'd ship them all out because what, what are we going to bring in instead? A premiership right back, a, a guy that's won something under 19s with England. Yeah. Um, who else have we got centre off? Um, I put friend in there, who, who again is, is superb. That whole and, bench against Bournemouth could have been a starting 11. Yeah. 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 And, but, but again, you know, I don't want to. That first half was fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But the problem is because they are, um, they're bearing the scars of last season and this, a lot of them. As soon as you concede, Heads go down. Same with this, when we went, um, when they got the second. We hit a flat spot for about 10 minutes and we were totally useless. And then all of a sudden, let's just say, Tom G, you know, maybe it was the substitutions that galvanised it a little bit. Um, but there are just players there that, like I said, it's not that they're making blindingly obvious mistakes, but the shape yesterday was just totally was gone. We've gone from being... You know, four, two in front of the four, never changes, never moves. And then, you know, you've got Sanchez that might as well just come play in the centre of the park. And and it's, for me, it was it was sort of, it, we've gone from one thing to the other, which yeah. is fine. But like you said, Sunjic as, as an attacking midfielder, it's just brainless. It, it, the thing is, and, and, and I'm, you know, I've always been one of his biggest fans in terms of, you know, his work rate and the way he started off at Blues. But I think, as you say, you know, you see him, he gets a ball in certain areas and, you know, he hasn't got that, like, sort of body shape that, you know, someone like Terrell or, you know, anyone really, but uh, Sanchez has got that, you know, to, to do that turn or, you know, bend it in to, in the top corner where he hasn't got that. And, you know, that's no disrespect to him. But as you say, we've we've gone from, you know, being sort of behind the ball, Atletico Madrid style to it, then like, you know, Leeds style all going forward. And you think there's no, you know, there's no consistency there. Is there? We don't have the ability to do that. No, exactly. No, no. We don't. No, and, and, and I, I, I just don't. 
and, and maybe it's worth just, I mean, I mean, finishing, you know, finishing off of, of the game, then, you know, I think we're all amazed we got it back to 2-2. Two, two. Um, and and I, w- I would, I mean, I don't know, I think it was Hogan said after the game, they, they thought they were going to go on and win it. And I think with that momentum of the way, we'd still have the lion's share of the game, that we would go on and win it. Because bearing in mind, they'd lost four on the spin. So they weren't actually, you know, brimming with confidence. And they were probably thinking, here we go again. Um, and, and again, but the, the last goal, I mean... I, I mean, I, I well to give it away anyway was a joke. But what's Etheridge doing? Yeah, what's yeah. he doing? That, that, like, that, he's, he's that, that's the thing with him, and you know, I, I do, I, I rate him. Yeah, I think he's a good keeper. But you know, I'll stand by what I said. I think it was one of the first pods I did, and I just think personally, you know, they've gone out, and you know, just to link in with what you were saying about you know, sort of wages, and and I was speaking to a guy I know today and he was things and honestly the way I mean I've written it down I mean Prieto's sitting on like 16 grand a week Everidge is on 18 grand a week and I think you know we've got a goalkeeper there who possibly you know he's going to sign for a bigger club one day because he's highly rated you know yeah. and then as you say with you know Mark Roberts I think he's on about 14 grand a week you know you've got uh, Harley Dean 16, 15, 16 grand a week and you think I was surprised myself because I you know I thought that was on a a lot less than that, but you think, you know, these are players who, are, you know, they're earning good money. It's not bad money, is it, in the Championship anymore, either? No. And when, when they're not trying, you know, I mean, I'm not saying they're not trying at all, but I ju- honestly, when they're not I, consistent. I, I just don't think they're good enough. It's no. not about trying, it's they're yeah. not good enough, and they've proven it season in, season out. They ain't good enough. Yeah. It's just exactly. it's simple. But but they're not. Con- contracts with players like that and pay them that much is abysmal. I don't know what goes on there or who arranges what, but some of those, I I just wouldn't sign him. I just yeah. wouldn't. Well, it's, yeah, it's but... like you know, no, no. Again, I think you know, you, you can see what he's done, and he's had a good career. But San Jose, you know, he's on about, I think he was saying about twenty six, twenty seven grand. Not and, and, and you know, people at. I've seen it on Twitter the last couple of days. People are saying, why is he playing? Why is he playing? But why do you think he's playing? You know, it, there's there's got to be some pressure from above there. If you're paying someone that much money, you know, nearly double what everyone else is on, then to me, that size he's got to play really. Yeah. But I think, but I think with San Jose again, a bit like we were saying before we started about when when Karanka was appointed, it's the same when we've got San Jose. It's going to be a little bit cultured. That's going to be you know a wise head. That's not going to panic. Um, but he's he's played centre half. He's played he's, play, he's played and obviously when he's played in midfield, he's played a whole different range of uh, of positions there or or different requirements. I should probably say. I thought he was poor. I thought he was poor yesterday. And I, I rate him. I think he's a really good player. But he, I thought he was bloody awful yesterday. Yeah, um, I think he's just a bit. I think he's just a bit erratic. You know, at times I think after about, I think it was just after they scored their goal. You know, he looked like he was blowing out his ass. Yeah, you know, I know he's getting on a little bit, but you know, this as I say again, we've said it before, haven't we? You know, that's, that's the difference between England and and you know these far, uh, far Spanish Italian leagues, isn't it? You know, you get a lot more time on the ball over there. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know what was what he was doing. He just did it. Um, but again, San Jose let him get the run on him. Etheridge again. I, I don't think he's been the same since he's chucked a, through a few in his own net. I think he's his shot stopping. He's always been consistent, but I think when he's trying to come to claim balls at the start of the season, he was coming to get those quite a lot. Whereas now he seems to be sort of shackled to his line more than he yeah. used to be. Uh, and if he'd have been a bit more commanding, then he'd have just plucked that one out of the air. So, yeah, I, again, ma- massively disappointing. Then we get to the, I guess, the aftermath. So, Tom, I, I take it you've heard Karanka post-match. What what, what do you think? Uh, and, what you know, his future, where where do you see it? I don't know. It's, it's a weird one for me. Um I think it's same old comments from Karanka, to be honest. Um, it, I'm just getting used to it now. Like, oh, we played well, um, didn't deserve to lose. It's it's just the same old stuff now, really, isn't it? I'm mm. tired of it. I don't want to hear it anymore. I want him to be real. I want him to be honest. And that comes down to the media team as well. I'd rather we ask more challenging questions. Yeah. Um, like, obviously, I know... Brian Dick of the Birmingham Mail has recently started to ask a few more challenging questions of Karanka, but nothing is ever asked of the board. And I think that's just out of pure fear of destroying the relationship because Dong is so, 
you know, I suppose erratic and just does crazy things out of the random. He won't be afraid to just go, see you later, lads. Mm. Um, you know, he, he won't he won't care. Um, so, you know, uh, I think that's a big thing at Blues as well at the moment is media. So, uh, yeah, anyway, carry on. But I was just going to say, I mean, it, it, we, there's been a lot of this over over social media. I, I think I, I get why there's a clamour to ask the question. He ain't going to resign. Fact, he, he won't walk because no, he, he won't get paid off. So it's not really a question, are you going to walk? Well, yeah. of course he's not going to walk. Is he going to get the yeah. sack? He doesn't know he's going to get the sack or not. So the reality is, it's, it's a pointless conversation. You know, it's, it's like, you know, I can liken it to Piers Morgan when he's got a politician just nailing him to the floor, just desperate for a yes or no answer. Yeah, yeah. We all know the answer, but he's got to keep going. Yeah. And I think for me, the, the, the focus should be certainly from, and again, as I said, you know, when we were talking just before we started, we were all, and I would probably say 95% of Blues fans would have been really sort of positive when he was appointed. I, I, I don't, you know, there's no point being after timers and saying, oh no, he was shy from day one because he wasn't. Um, and, and, you know, it just seems to me that recently the, the wheels have fallen off a bit. And I, and I think his mannerisms, he's not doing himself any favours where he's saying, um, I think the interviewer on Blues TV was trying to be quite positive about, um, you know, the performance and, you know, the goals and Hogan and everything else. And every oh, time he, but he, but he, but he came back and he was saying, yeah, but you know, n- more mistakes and we're back to square one. And that was his answer from ev- for everything. So but I don't it, really know what that says to the players. It's something that always makes me laugh, you know, just listening to you then, John, saying that, because, you know, I think when, when you do look on Twitter and that, and I mean, I, you know, I can't really speak for other clubs because I don't look at other clubs' Twitter pages and that, but it's something that, you know, I mean, I found it funny myself. I got into a couple of arguments on there myself the last couple of days because, you know, as you just said, Karanka ain't walking. He's not going anywhere because, you know, he's not going to get well, paid. And the other thing, and I think a lot of people don't realise, I mean, they mustn't realise this because, you know, people keep saying it. If he got sacked, I, you know, I, I can't speak for him, but I'd probably say he's going to be happier because he's going to get paid more money. You know, if you get yeah. sacked at a football club, you know, you look at Mourinho in the past and when he's made out of being sacked from clubs. So, you know, is it really going to bother him that much? And and I think the other thing is I've had a lot, you know, I've seen it a lot. I'll let, you know, get a Paul Cook in, you know, get this in, get this in. I, I totally agree with this, but... I think the thing is for me, and I think, you know, a lot of other people would be think the same. I feel like, you know, it has really gone beyond that point now of let's just get someone in short term, i.e. Gary Monk, keep us up. But then we're all pissed off a year later when he's not playing fancy football. Yeah. So I think, you yeah. know, it's, it's sometimes, and I'm the same, I do it, you know, every season, I look forward to it and I think, you know, this could be the one, but I think, you know, there's got to be some change. And as we said, whether that's, like Tom said, whether that's to do with, I think, media, you know, being a bit more harsh on Blue sometimes. But then I suppose on the other hand, they need to, you know, sell these pay-per-view matches at the minute, don't they? So, they're, you know, they're not going to stick the stick the nail in us, are they, I suppose? No, um, but just uh, just on that quickly as well, I think this is the last straw for Dong and Karanka. Yeah. Um, you know, if the Karanka em- employment goes wrong, um, which it inevitably looks like it's going to, I think Dong will lose his job. He he might not, but if we go down, I think that's the end for him. I I I, I disagree. I, I just I think they're it, it's the whole setup is beyond bizarre. They know nothing about football. Oh, that's that, that's obvious. Um, I, I think he's just the guy. He's the face of you know the the whatever organisation they are. Um, I think the only way he goes is if Blues go into administration and the whole thing goes. I, yeah. I, I think he's there. End of. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, it'll just be blame Karanka. And, you know, yeah, they've spent the money. Uh, again, you know, he's been... I just wish Gary Rowett had this amount of money. Yeah. But, but it, I mean, we, would, we would have seriously been knocking on the door. Well, um, he could have done, but they sacked him because they didn't know who he was. And obviously, well, there was room yeah. for him snooping too, but still... Yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was, yeah, it was. Um, I think we were on one of the I was talking to Darren Person, just saying, you know, just remember the day. I remember exactly when when I found out that he got sacked. Mm. And it, again, it's just, it, I mean, I know I keep saying it's just typical blues. Nothing surprises me. Well, and, at and, the time, at the time, that wasn't good enough, was it? And I, I remember, I, I think, I, I think I was talking to you actually about it the other day because I said I remember going there because my granddad's an Ipswich fan, and we took my granddad. 
And uh, I just remember sitting there and, you know, I, I'll be honest, after the game, I think we we were seventh or sixth in the league. But I remember thinking, bloody hell, it's a boring game this is. But we won 1-0. Mm. And, and like you say, you, but you look That's back on that. And, it, exactly. And you think, you know, we, we've tried these other ways now, you know, to play football and that. And I just think, you know, sometimes you've got to you've got to stick to what you know, haven't you, really? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and I, I think as far as Karanka, um, I, I, I don't think I can take too many more waiting an hour before kickoff to get the team sheet. <laughs> And be presented yeah. with the same bloody shit again. I, I don't think I can take it because on Saturday, I mean, what, what, what's Cosgrove thinking? What's, what's he thinking? Well, it was like you know when he, I mean, he come on, and I, you know, even my miss, he said it. She was like, "There's one, one minute and forty seconds left." You know, what's the point? And I, I've never got that. I couldn't understand the substitution. You know, if you lose, if, sorry, if you're winning a game. Mm. And you want to waste a bit of time or whatever, you know, completely yeah. agree with it. But to bring someone on for like what just under two minutes with one minute to and it's added up, I just think, mate, that's just for me, that said it all the other day. I bet Nisbet is thanking the Hibs chairman now. <laughs> I bet the black, the bad blood is gone. Oh, yeah. thank I didn't see it, but I know now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I um, it, I'm just, I'm just hoping that just some, something in his head. Something just changes, but he's he's got he he just strikes me very much in that Mourinho mould. He's yeah. just going to keep going and keep going and keep going. So either it changes and well, we start to turn it around, yeah, or or he gets sacked. You know, one of the two. And I, at the moment, I think um, I think the latter is probably more likely because the amount of pressure that's going to be on him. If again the next four games, I know Norwich is going to be a tough one, but the others. With the squad that we've got, that it, it's not the worst run of fixtures, but Rowett's going to have a point to prove. Luton play some really good football, you know. I said Nor- Norwich are decent, and Sheffield Wednesday are down there with us. So, but you, if we get nine points, it'd be a miracle, and that would save our season, I have no doubt. But what's the likelihood of that? I mean, if we can't beat Coventry in, in Wickham, then. I don't really fancy it away at Millwall, to be honest. To be honest, the only game I could see us winning there was away at Millwall, just because Millwall have been equally poor. But that doesn't mean I think we're going to win there. I think that might be the one that we get a point in. The rest, it's it's zero for me. Yeah. See, so, I'll, I'll be honest, the, the last four, three or four years, you know, I think it's been about four now, and it, where we've come down to sort of the last day. I've always been very arrogant with it, and I've always shrugged it off and thought, well, we will never go down. But I just think, you know, this year, I think with the, the position that we're in and, you know, the, the, the way we look when we play, you know, and I said this to you two yesterday, I think, you know, we, we, we got beat 4-0 against Derby not that yeah. long ago and they're level on points. You will And for me, I think every time I think about that, I just think, you know, what, what, what have we got? They're fighting more than we are as well. Yeah. And that, that's, that's worrying. But I don't know about you guys. Me personally, I thought last season we deserved to go down compared to some of those other teams yeah. that did go down. Like, I thought we were worse. And yeah, I, I, I don't I, think. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, 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 Pep for me got a load of clog and I think it was unwarranted because before lockdown, when he was still in a job, because they sacked him during lockdown. That was yeah. obvious. Yeah. They sacked him and said, I'll stay on. So obviously all the players, and, you know, a lot of them are still there, that it seems to me if they can take the piss, they will. I'm no manager, so yeah, I won't, I won't put a shift yeah. in. So that's what they did. And we didn't win any games. What the pep, It wasn't his fault. I mean, some of the football that we played at the start of last season is as good as I've seen. Yeah. The Blues. And yeah. 100% it was. So we have it. It's just because he wasn't a name. And yeah, yeah. I suppose like any manager, you know, some of the stuff that he did was a bit bizarre at times, but at least we play football. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I just, um, it, it, it's a massive worry, I think, for relegation. Uh, and this is, you know, we obviously, as you, Tom, you, you were saying there, we've been close, what, four or five times out the last, last seven. And this one for me is the most worrying because... Yeah. He's that he's that arrogant. He, he ain't gonna change it. So either, either he needs to change or he needs to get sacked. And the fans and, uh, aren't there to save him this this time either. There's uh, there's yeah. no big Fulham at home, amazing atmosphere, nice sunny day. 
getting yeah. that players right up. You won't have that this year because let's be honest, I don't think we're going to be allowed back in. Well, Sod's law will probably get to go and watch him get relegated. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> end of April. We'll get to go years. when it's too late. Yeah, look at this. So, uh, so just touching on, um, I guess wrapping it up. I thought it'd be interesting to see what what our sort of thoughts were on you know those those um, those players that did start uh, yesterday. And just sort of give our sort of individual ratings. And if anybody wants a particular rant, then the floor is absolutely open. Um, Etheridge. Um, so, Tom G, what, what, what rating on him? I'd probably say, you know, just a, a six out of ten, really. If, you, if we're going out of ten, you know, I think that, again, I think, you know, that, that mistake he made at the end, you know, probably did it for me. Um, yeah. But I do agree with you. I, you know, I just think there's, there's times where he looks, you know, absolutely unbelievable in games. And then there's other times where, you know, you just think, especially for me, I think it's his kicking sometimes, you know, I mean, I'm not I'm not a massive fan of, you know, really playing out from the back anyway with your feet as a keeper. But, you know, I just think sometimes his kicking, it looks, yeah, when, when he connects well, it does go. But then, you know, there's other times where he tries to kick it out to the fullbacks and he just, you know, just goes out for a throw in or whatever. But yeah, I'd probably say probably six out of ten. Yeah. Tom? Uh, I went four out of ten. Um bit more harsh. <laughs> yeah, go on, Tom. <laughs> um, I've been really harsh with this entire list because, you know, I, <laughs> I feel like you have to be because, let's be honest, these performances aren't acceptable in their relegation form. So I, I can't really give good ratings to players that are in this situation unless they are particularly doing extremely well. Don't get me wrong, Efferidge, probably one of the best signings we've had for a while great keeper but he is starting to become part of the head droppers now really like he has adopted that mentality and he's making so much more mistakes um than he did when he first started and it's noticeable it's noticeable that the mentality is rubbing off on him because his performances have dipped maybe they've got a little bit better recently but they're still not what he was and we know he can be better so mm-hmm. um no for me i think even himself he'd say that was below his standard so uh, I think yeah. all was fair well I, I would I'd, I'd got down six on here but I think I'd probably split the difference and say five um, he wasn't fault I don't care what anybody says he was at fault for the last goal uh, if he was confident he'd come out for that um, and ultimately that's cost us the points so um, yeah I, I do worry about him and I think you, you're absolutely right there is an element of the players that didn't carry the baggage from last year and now getting it I can see it's like a bloody, you know, curse. It, it, well, it, you know, ironically, <laughs> a virus, isn't it? Um, it's, um, I'm going to start open up with Pedersen. I, I gave him a six. I, 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 for me, Pedersen, it's a bit of a. I don't know. I don't get overly excited about Pedersen. If I'm being honest, he's just no. he's just, he is what he is. Um, he didn't have a bad game. Hell of a volley that he scored that was offside. Um, he's got a good engine. His art's in the right place, but as a footballer, not probably not really for me. Anybody that's that left-footed, I mean, he's unbelievable. Yeah. He, he literally can't use his right foot. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, but he, he there were a lot worse, and he and he gave he put a shift in, so he was a six for me. Um, Tom G. Yeah, I had six down for for Peds as well. I thought again, I just completely, completely agree with you. I think. Again, you know, he doesn't, he never not tries in a game. He always puts a shift in. But I just think, you know, technical ability wise, apart from that volley, obviously, because the beer nearly went all over the sofa when that happened. <laughs> I, was watching, I was watching Man City just for, for 20 <laughs> seconds. But yeah, no, I'd, I'd probably agree. Yeah, yeah, I put a six down as well. Tom? Um, I've gone for a five. Yeah. Um, for me personally, I actually thought that was one of Pedersen's better performances of late. Um, so I was actually relatively impressed. Um, and I'm telling you now, a five is a compliment on this list. Um, <laughs> so no, I'd, it was, still wasn't a great performance from him, but it, it was an improvement on recent performances. And I think just for that alone, and you know, the volley that could have been, I uh, yeah. give him a five. Yeah. Um, my friend in yours... Uh, our, our esteemed club captain Harley Dean, um, Tom G. Uh, five I've put down for him again. Uh, you know I'm not knocking his effort or you know he's willing to try, um, but you know for me I'll probably you know I'll probably even say a four now. Actually looking at it, I think you know after 
thinking about a couple of their mistakes, obviously a bet with the, the goal as well, giving away the cheap free kick and just losing the ball. And again, like, you know, he's he's just been there so many times and I've made so many mistakes. And, you know, I just don't think, as you've said, John, I don't think there's much more I can say no. other than get him out. <laughs> Tom? Um, I've gone for a three. Um, no. I thought his performance overall was quite horrendous. Um probably the worst player on the pitch to be honest but you know it's same off with Harley Dean he's either the best player or the worst player on the pitch he's never in between um, for me that Jack Wilshere headed goal alone deserved, it, yeah, deserved yeah. a three um, because that was despicable positioning for me I thought it was awful uh, you know I sat there and I thought I have seen better positioning in my school team in the six aside team I've been in and I thought it was schoolboy stuff. Like, why, unless we've been told to zonally mark, which I think is a death trap in itself anyway, um, naturally, he should be man-marking him. He's bigger, challenging for the header. It's Jack Wilshire, for goodness sake. Like, oh, I can't believe it. But for that alone, he got a three. Yeah. Um, for me, too. Um, and, and that's being generous. He's a shit house. I'll tell you why. Because he watched Jack Wiltshire. He got the best, he got the best seat yeah. in the house, watched him edit it. And then as soon as he went in, he went looking for somebody else to blame. And that is him in a snapshot right there. Yeah. As I said, he missed the header for the first goal. He didn't track back. He watched him for the second goal and then committed the foul for the third goal. So he's had that yeah. trick. He's done well. Um, and, and there have been times where I've opened up saying, well, I'll go back to the end of last season. The end of last season, I, I don't know, I think it was WM, and I phoned up and I absolutely just decorated him because he's shocking. And there's been a couple of, and Tom, I, w- I would agree with you, every now and again, every, and it is literally every now and again, I'm talking two out of ten games. Yeah. He, he sort of, you know, he looks good coming out on the ball. He might score one of his goals uh, that he obviously likes coming up for all the time and playing sort of on down that left-hand side or wherever he, he, yeah, wherever he pops up. <laughs> And, and you're like, if this is a, if this is the way centre half plays, he's either right and everybody else is wrong, or more likely, he's a shirker. He don't take responsibility. That's why he dives in because he ain't good enough, and he won't take responsibilities. He's got the armband. He's like, right, you 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 lock and do it. You yeah. crack on, guys. You mark him. And you know, if he's in the team, I can promise you now, if that bloke's in the team for the rest of the season, we've gone. We've gone yeah. because as a club captain, I was going to say, I'm, as I'm captain a, as well, mate, you know, that's the other thing, and it was... you just think about some of the captains Blues have had. And okay, we're not exactly Real Madrid, but Jesus Christ, the captains we've had well, over the years that have been proper captains, Stephen yeah. Carr, Jesus Christ. What a I mean, it, what, what a what a what a professional, what a credit to the team. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, Stephen Carr was swearing at Villa fans, Harley Dean swearing at our fans. <laughs> that's the difference <laughs> in itself. It's mate. It's literally. I've got, like I said, you've got him who is presided over one of the worst runs of, of you know, recent years as captain, or you've got an England defender on the bench. Now, as long as I've got a hole in my ass, no one was telling me that Dean is better than Jake Clark Salter. I don't no, care no, no. what he's done in the blue shirt. I don't care. I don't care if he's not a bit, you know, not look great. But I'll tell you what. If he had as many starts as Arlie Dean, he's a better player. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how, how close do you reckon Ollie Dean's been to be, be like brought on and, and, and sort of nurtured by Chelsea? It's, it's, honestly, you, you look at it and you're like, what, it's, what am I watching? But it, it makes you think now as well. I mean, especially the, the stage right in the season now. And I mean, again, I think we said, I know he had an injury at the start, but you know, what's the point in even signing him? Yeah, he's going to go back to Chelsea in what, four, four or five months? And yeah, there's yeah. only how many games left. And I just think, you know, he's well, going to be fresh, wouldn't he? Yeah, well, yeah. Fresh. Yeah. We'll only need a new pair of boots next season. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I can't be doing with it. Every time I look at him, every time I see his name on the team sheet, I, I just want to just jump out the window. Um, right, George Friend, I'm opening up. Uh, I gave him a six. I think he was exposed by, as I said, our, our fantastic captain. Um If I was being mega, mega critical, maybe a little bit tighter on the first goal, but it was a great finish. Um, and I like him. I'd, I'd give him the... I'd literally drive, break the law, get the armband of Harley <laughs> Dean, drive to George Friend's hours. 
and then just just staple it to his arm. So just keep it on. Um, so I gave him a six. Um, Tom G, thoughts? Tom? Yeah, Sorry, I, I completely agree with you. Yeah, can you hear me all right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll give him a seven. Again, I think, you know, there was a possibility with the goal away, could have got a little bit tighter. But again, I, I love everything about the guy, honestly. I think, you know, I, you just watch him on the telly and just, you know, he, you look at, it was the other week for me. I think, you know, I can't remember, I think he might have even been the Man City game or the Coventry game. It's freezing cold and he's the only bloke who's stood there in shorts and a T-shirt. And like, I just think, you know, for me, as you said before, I think you said it a couple of weeks ago, John, he... Is blues all over it, and I think why he's not getting the armband given the your relationship he's already had with Cranker anyway. You know, it's not like Cranker had Harley Dean at uh, Middlesbrough for years or anything like that. So I'd just give him the captain's armband, I think he's brilliant. Yeah, uh, I mean, not only has he not got the band, he hasn't been getting he's not even playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, Tom, I've um. I've gone for friend with a five. Yeah. Peds. Um, I'd, I'd, it's not his fault uh, that he was so exposed by Dean and Collins' poor positioning. Like he was, he did the best he could in a bad situation. And you know, he can't match Dan Juma in a pace battle. I'm afraid. No. Like, no. Let, let's all be honest here. It's not happening. He did the best he could have. And I think George Friend, he's just been unlucky and he deserves to play more and he deserves the captaincy, like you've said. Yeah. Um, I think he'd fare better with Mark Roberts next to him or Jake Clark Salter. You know, mm. it's mad to think our two best central defenders aren't playing that much. Yeah. And I know they're both left-footed, but you look, uh, for some reason, having two left-footed centre-backs seems to be a crime in football. Um, yet yeah, you look at how many they are, that how many fucking uh, right. two, uh, yeah, two like yeah. You know, right-footed centre-backs, and it's like, why can't you do that with the left-footers? It just yeah. doesn't make much sense. But no, friend, he was all right in a bad bunch. So yeah. as usual, well, I just thought a five was fair. Um, Colin for me, I just gave him a six. Again, he, I think he's solid. Um, I do like him. I always have. I think he's. Again, without boring everybody to tears, I just think yeah, at times he's exposed by the guy in front of him at times. But all in all, I thought he, he was decent. Uh, he, he shows a lot of passion and a lot of um, willingness to get forward. So I, I gave Colin a six. Tom G? Yeah, um, I'll, I'll give him a seven, actually. Um, yeah. and I, I thought he had a, a brilliant game. Again, I think you know there's times where he does look a bit exposed, but I don't think that was, as you said, I don't think that was his own fault. Um, his own fault. Um, but I just think, yeah, I think I said it the other day about Bella, you know, and I said everything good sort of comes through him. And I, I probably disagree with that. I think, you know, just after watching us the other day, I think a lot of good things do come through from from Colin and, he, and his hard work, right? Especially, yeah. you know, he's in very tight, he gets out of a lot of tight situations. Definitely. You don't think he's going to win the ball back as well. Um, but again, it's just consistency for him. But I, I put seven down for him because I thought he had a really good game. Yeah. You guys are going to hate my rating. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I slapped a four on him. Okay. Uh, I, you know what? It's just down to one moment. Uh, going back to that Dan Juma moment where he's broke away down the left, um, left friend on his own. Sorry, why is Maxine Collin in midfield? Oh, I was the remote was almost through the telly. I was so angry that Maxine Collin was that far forward and had left us completely exposed at the back. I couldn't believe it. I was. Uh, I know Harley Dean had a big part to play in that that goal happening, but. You know, Colin's got to take some on the chin as well. And um, obviously, he's nowhere near as awful as Dean. But <laughs> I, I, I just, for that alone, I give him a four. But he, he did his bit here and there in parts of the game that you can praise him for. But I don't really want to praise any of the team for that performance because it, it wasn't good enough. Yeah. It just wasn't. Yeah. Um, next, um, Sunjic. I'm, I'm losing the will to live with him. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am, you know, if, I think I said it last week, if this was about how much you run around and it wasn't football, then he'd be, you know, be playing the Champions League. Unfortunately, it's about actually being able to play football and he can't, he can't, you know, he had a, again, fair play, 
good volley um, in the first half. Um, but he's finding himself in advanced positions, never looks like scoring, um, walking yellow card. He just doesn't get his... I mean, one of the, one of the guys that we, he's now disappeared, McGree. McGree's done more in the very, very, very limited time he's had in that team than Sanchez has... Uh, sorry, than Sunich has done all season. Why isn't he playing? And, well, just the, the times that he's just... I think it was, I think it was Luton that he played... I think it was. And it was just little, like real basic give and goes, little three and four yard passes moving Pressed off the away as well. Yeah, I, I just, anyway, so no, Sunic, I, I just, for me, he, again, when I see the team sheet, if he's on it, I'm like, okay, well, another pointless player on the pitch. So I gave him a four. Uh, Tom? Um, um, go on, Tom. Sorry, I was just going to say, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, it was going to happen eventually. <laughs> um, no, I'll just make it quick. I, I gave him a five. I I didn't think he was as awful as some of the defenders behind him, but he, he, he was still a bit messy, particularly in the second half, not the player. Um, it's just his style. Uh, I'll tell you what, there's one player he definitely isn't, and that's Messi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The second half, he was all over the place. But first half, especially, you know, right at the beginning, he was looking to get in good areas. You know, he had that volley chance. Um, He didn't look too bad first half, but second half was just really, really poor. But I'll give him a five. Yeah, I'll I'll give him a five. Um, But actually, you know, I think the reason I give him a five and not lower is because... I, st- I still don't think personally, uh, I don't think he wants, you know, I don't think he's probably that, I don't think he's comfortable with playing in that position. I think he's being asked to do a job there. And I think I- I'd agree with you what you said, uh, John and-, and Tom, really. I don't, you know, I think sometimes, I don't think he's a brilliant football player, but I think if he was asked to do the basics, what he was doing before, it might be a different story. But as we've said, you know, he likes Sanyoza in that position. But if it was me, I would put Sunyaj in the position he's playing and I'd play two just in front of him. And just yeah. tell Sun used to sit there, just like uh, I think Clotet did it last year, didn't they? Mm. Yeah. Okay, moving on to San Jose. Um, I'd give him a five. I think that was one of his. Yeah, but I, 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 his range was off, his passing was off, he lunges in. I don't think he played particularly well um, on Saturday. And I actually I do like him. I think he's obviously got, got that pedigree, he's played at a decent standard. He, at times he looks really good on the ball, but I think he's starting to look a bit look a bit leggy. He's played a lot, um, and I think Tom G, you mentioned earlier, you know, he's not used to the pace of of English football and playing twice a week. The age he's at, um, I, I would certainly be looking to, um, yeah, maybe give him a rest and, and look at look at Harper and, and and we'll talk about Gardner in a minute. But uh, no, for me it was a five. It was just quite quite. Um, I wouldn't say lazy is probably unfair. He, he just didn't see him on it. Just didn't see him on his game at all to me. No. Um, Tom, what, what do you think? Um, I gave San Jose a six. Yeah. Um, I thought first half, uh, I was quite impressed. Uh, going forward, wasn't too bad. You know, it's, it's hard to pick out positives from that performance alone, to be honest. But... Um, no, I thought it was okay, but I agree he does look tired. And I doubt, you know, I do think that's down to what Tom mentioned earlier, actually, about pressure from the board above. You yeah. Know, he's probably the highest earner we have, let's face it. Um, and there will be pressure for him to play every game. Yeah. You know? even if it's not the right choice tactically or for his fitness. At the end of the day, we keep forcing him to play games. He's going to get injured. Like, yeah, he just is. Um, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if he did. Um, but no, I, I thought defensively he was actually okay in the second half. He kind of switched a bit, but um, no, it's still still a poor performance at the end of the day. So now I went for six. Okay, Tom G. Yeah, I went for for five again. Uh, you know, I agree with both. I thought it was just a very bit of a blase performance, really. And I, I think sometimes, you know, I think it, I like to see him getting on the board. I do like to see him doing that. But I think the problem is, and I think I am critic. I do criticise him a lot sometimes. But I think you know, if he had other the players, he's probably uh, used to have been playing with before. You know, in Spain, and, and as we said, with the tempo of the game. 
you know, sometimes there's not options for him. So I suppose, you know, when he yeah. does get the ball at his feet and he's looking around and he ends up passing it to back to the defender or left back or whatever. But yeah, I'd probably say a five. I thought it was just a steady performance. Yeah. Um, Bella, uh, I'll give him a seven. He, he's just, you know, it's just, just in the context of what we are at the moment, the only real, one of the very few sort of um, shining lights for me. Um, uh, I, I think he, again, was a threat. Uh, I think certain times his delivery needs needs a little bit of work, but I'm probably not. I'm not going to criticise him for that. But uh, yeah, for me, Bella was a was a seven. Tom G. Uh, yeah, I've put seven down as well. Again, I think like like we said before, he just seems to be the the bright spark. You know, even when we're not, we don't, we don't look like creating. He can beat a man and can put it past the player. And I think you know it's something that we haven't got too much of. Someone who just wants to run at someone and beat them. Yeah, yeah, Tom. Um, yeah, I get Bella a six. Um, I don't think yeah. it was a bad performance, really. They was, again, just best of a bad bunch. Um, wasn't much he could have done. He did his usual, you know, one of our more hardworking players at the moment. Um, tried to cause problems, but it just wasn't his best game at the end of the day. I'd say it was um, a bit, you know, standard. Uh, didn't do all yeah. too much, but um. He linked up well with a few nice quick movement passes and stuff in the first half, but uh, yeah, standard really, just average. So, uh, yeah, six was fair. Um, Gardner, uh, he's now getting a bit well, seems to be back in favor, which I'm a big fan of, and he's sort of playing in a more natural position than you know the, the times he was coming on and playing wide, which was bizarre, but uh. Yeah, I gave him a six. I thought he was solid. I think, again, he was making those runs forward. Um, I definitely think we're better as a team when he's playing in it. Um, and I think that he, you know, he does bring a little bit of personality into that team. And obviously, as a as a Blues fan, um, I, th- I think we need him now going into the, you know, what what are going to be every game is going to be, you know, that sort of cup final. So uh, I think he did all right. I gave him a six. Tom G. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I thought we played really well. I'll give him a seven. Um, just from what I've been saying the last few weeks, really, about I think he did it in the first half, didn't he, where he got the ball, he ran past about three players, took it two or three yeah. past two or three players. And just again, like, you know, it's something you see a lot of, you know, the other half, isn't it, with Grealish? You know, he runs forward and people bring him down. And, and sometimes, you know, it's what you need. Um, at the start of the year, I wouldn't have wanted him to be in the team, but I think, you know, having seen the way the season's gone, I think, as you just said, you know, being a Blues fan and that, I think you can see that bit of grit between his teeth where, you know, he does want to try. So, yeah, I'll put down seven for him. Okay. Um, uh, Sanchez was back to his, um, I gave him a seven. I, I thought he was non-existent at, uh, at Wickham, as I said. I, I don't think he was quite ready for Tuesday night at Wickham in a, in a monsoon. He, he didn't, he didn't suit him. Um, but I thought he was very good. Um, and he has been very good. He's a very good footballer. Um, I don't think we use him in the right way at times, but um, yeah, again, one of one of the few shining lights of this season. Um, and I think he's got a massive, massive part to play. If we're going to pick up points, he's going to be front and centre and making sure that happens. Again, lo- lovely balling for the, for the second goal. He'll do that all day. Um, so yeah, I... I, I I think at times he can be a little bit lightweight. I've said it before, and he gets shoved off the ball. He just needs to be, I think, a little bit more quicker in his decision-making on the ball when he's sort of in that more of a defensive, you know, when he's facing his own goal. Um, He's great when he's bearing down on people, but I think at times his decision-making can be a little bit poor because he probably thinks he's got more time than he he has in, in, in obviously, in the championship. So, but no, I thought he was solid. I thought he was good, you know, um, would, would have run... Um, very close to man of the match for me. So, yeah, I gave him a seven. Um, Tom? Uh, yeah, just quickly touching back on Gary Gardner, I gave him a six. No, sorry, mate. Uh, it's all right. Uh, I gave him a six. Um, I do agree with you. He's the sort of player we need right now. And I'm sure a lot of Blues fans will agree, you know, that driving desire. So, hopefully, he can bring that over the coming weeks if he gets more games because he was one of our better performers. Uh, back end of last season. So, uh, no, I agree with you there. Sanchez, uh, I give him a seven. Um, I thought he was at the heart of the creativity that we had in the game. Um, he was a little bit back to his best after that Paul Wickham, Wickham game. Um, so, no, that was nice to see. Uh, but again, you know, it wasn't his best performance, but it was good compared to what we had. 
Mm. Um, and certainly in that first half, he really caused Bournemouth problems. So, uh, yeah, no, solid seven from me. Okay. And, and then I suppose finally from the starting 11, uh, Hogan. Um, I think I think we said it, you know, because he, he obviously didn't play, did he, in the, in the, in the game against Wickham? Like Djokovic, of course we did. Um, but but Hogan, I think I said ever since the Man City game, he's really looked up for it, um, and he's been close to scoring, and he, he just felt like that was going to come, um, and he did. And I'm really, I put it this way: if he gets into that run of form of scoring like he did when we first got him on loan, again with 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 Sanchez um, and probably Gardner and Bella they're going to be the real sort of, um, they're the players that we're going to need to, to get us out of the out of the situation we find ourselves in. And you know, let's just hope that Hogan does go on one of those fantastic scoring runs because we're going to need it. <coughs> yeah. Uh, Tom G, what rating? Um, again, just for his two goals, I think more than anything, you know, strikers are in there and they to score goals. And I've, mm-hmm. I, you know, I put a nine down for him. I thought his work yeah. rate was brilliant. Um, I think, you know, when you was on about that Man City game, I don't know whether them, him and Crank, you know, had a little talk after that or, you know, be, before the next game. But I just think since then, he's, you know, he's looked a different player off the ball. I think, he, you know, I think it was I think it was Darren Purse again who said it the other day, you know, strikers, even when they're not scoring goals, you know, they've got to be working hard to put to get themselves in them positions. And I think yeah. he started doing that. Whether, you know, maybe him sitting at home watching Sky Sports News on transfer deadline day and him seeing two new strikers comes in to probably put, you know, a bit of a rocket up his arse or something to play better as well. But I thought, and I thought, you know, if like you said, if that's something we're going to really need, a consistent goal scorer and I'll to stay up, I think, you know, somebody who's going to score five, six, seven goals, I think at least. Yeah. Tom? Yep, uh, I'll give him a nine as well. Uh, he was, yeah, by far the best player on the pitch. If he'd have uh, stayed on, he'd have got a ten. <laughs> he would have, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll talk about we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but yeah, no, I thought he was fantastic. It was great to see him really get stuck in. Um, you know, he was actually epitomising kind of the drive and desire that we need in that team. And Scott Hogan's not that type mm. of player. Um, so to see him just try and be kind of more passionate, getting forward and just trying to be at the heart of everything was nice to see. It was kind of like, you know, pre-lockdown Hogan again. Um, he just needs to maintain that form now because he has been playing well last couple of games, just not been scoring. Mm. Um, but no, that Bournemouth game, I reckon will do him the world of good, definitely. No, agreed. And, and then I suppose I'm not going to necessarily, well, obviously be subs, it's difficult to rate them. I think my, my highlight was, um, I, I really like Harper. I think we've got yeah. something, I think we've got something there. I think when Cosgrove comes, just his presence, he looks a big lad. Um, again, not that, that that means anything, but um, if he's going to be a younger version of Juki and, and, you know, be that battering ram, then at least, you know, at least I saw him on the pitch, which was, which was refreshing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I haven't rated necessarily any of the subs. Any, any, any sort of positives from the substitutions, Tom? Uh, I gave Harper a six and Lecco a five. I didn't bother with the other lads because I don't yeah. think they played long enough. Um, yeah. But no, I thought Lecco on and off average when he came on, made a few poor mistakes, um, but still not the worst player on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Harper looked really promising and bright and I don't know why he isn't starting because he's probably one of our best midfielders. Um, and there's real potential there. Really reminds me of kind of that Bellingham-esque player, but just yeah. a bit more deep, maybe. Um, but no, I, I was I was pleased with Harper, and hopefully he gets a gets a few more starts because he deserves it just from that yeah. alone. Really, that brief De- performance. Definitely, Tom G. Yeah, just to agree with both you, mate. Uh, Harper, you know, I think definitely looks like someone who's going to have to start. I think we said it before, he, you know, he played in a season where Albion went off, played two seasons for him, I think actually, you know, played really well. So he's a proven championship player. I think we look a lot more athletic with, you know, someone like him in the midfield. Um, Lecco again, I, I don't know what to say. When, when I always think he should start a game, he ends up coming on and I just think he just doesn't look bothered sometimes. So mm. I, I, I don't know. I, I think there's a player in there and I think, you know, I think he'd won like under 70, I think he won some, I don't know what it was when he was younger, like England's like best Bolton player of the year. Or something. That, that was it, yeah, he was nominated for that. And, you know, you can see it sometimes when, you know, against Man City when he was taking it past good players. But then 
I just think, you know, with a lot of players, you know, we seem to get a lot of that where they come from other clubs. It's like, you know, they've got a lot to prove and, you know, get on with it and prove it. Don't keep shrugging your shoulders every time you lose the ball or something yeah. doesn't go your way, you know, get stuck in. So Yeah. I, I, for me, yeah, you're right. Leco Man City, I thought I thought we turned a corner. We haven't. Um, just that, that sort of, when he, he literally doesn't pass the ball he, he, he never uses the inside of his foot when he's passing the ball. He's either yeah. rolling it with his studs yeah. or outside of the boots. And it's like, yeah. mate, if you were that good, if you were that good, fine. But yet to see it, really yet yeah. to see it. He struggles um, to impact off the bench. But to be honest, I, in his defence, you know when we beat Reading 2-0, wasn't it? Um, no, was, was it 2-1 or 2-0? Anyway, yeah, 2-1 Reading away. Um, he was fantastic in that game. And I think everyone was praising Leco afterwards, and then he hasn't started him after. Yeah, no, I, I can, I can see that. that. City game. So, yeah, I can, I can see that. You know, imagine yeah. being him puts in a proper performance just to not get picked mm. for at loads of games afterwards. Like it doesn't make sense, and it would demotivate you as a player. It certainly demotivate me. I, I just yeah. question my manager. Yeah, well, but that is a very good segue as we now sort of look to wrap it up. I'm not going to actually mark him out of 10 because I can't do a minus figure. Um, <laughs> what, what, what infuriates me, um, and again, it's arrogant. What's he writing on that notepad? Is it oh, just, yeah. just weird shit and he, needs to, he goes on to the next one? Is that, is that it? Probably writing down his Chinese. <laughs> mate, honestly, he was, he's, I think for the third goal, he was, he was making notes and I'm like, and he and he definitely missed their first goal. Definitely, yeah. He, he, he was he was again. Don't know what he was doing. Bit bit of bit of um, yeah. Like you said, doing it doing his sort of just eat order or whatever it was. But it, it it's again, mate. You're not that good. You're not that good. It doesn't matter what you're writing on there. Get your ass off the seat and actually lead. I mean, it, yeah. it, 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 it's it's pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. So. Yeah, again, if he, I think if he was half as good as he thought he he was, then we wouldn't be in the shit that we're in. But yeah, yeah if I if I keep again keep seeing that, and I'm like, what does that say to the players? Um, but he's yeah, he's got a big job on his hands. So um, Tom, thoughts on the manager as we as we wrap up? <laughs> thought I, I was I was more happy with um, Hogan's reaction at the end of the game to be honest than Karanka's body language throughout you know mm. seeing that passion from Hogan to be so devastated that we didn't win the game I'd rather see more of that from Karanka rather than just constant straight face even when we score constant straight face there's no passion like do you reckon in the changing rooms when he's trying to, you know, motivate his players for the next half? Because those players need motivation. Like, they need it. And it's clear to see. But I'm sure he's just doing, look, I want you to go here, I want you to go there. And it's like, you know, I'm not going to be sat there and motivated. I'm not going to go out there with fire in my belly. Like, I just don't see any passion from him. And in fairness, I think he showed more passion at Middlesbrough. You know, I, I remember seeing him a bit more you know, lively on the touchline than he is mm. with Blues. I just think it's a bit questionable, to be honest. Needs yeah. to take a look at himself. Tom G, finally, what your, your thoughts on, on our manager? Yeah, I, again, I think, you know, I think I was very, very happy when he got appointed. And, and I think, you know, as, as Tom was just saying, I think... I think I think the passion thing. I mean, I know he did show it a little bit when Middlesbrough. I remember him sliding on his knees when Middlesbrough went up. But I, I feel like you know, there's a lot of especially Spanish, you know, Italian, French managers where you know that they start talking and you know, I feel like sometimes they just they say these things. You know, they they, they know the crap. They know what's coming. And they, as you said before, you know, they kind of just answer the book, the stupid, ironic answers just to just get on with it, really, don't they? And just get finished mm, the yeah. interview. Um, but I, I feel like I think he knows the pressures on him now, and I think you know. As you said, it's probably a good job that the fans aren't in the stadium at the minute um, to, to put that pressure more on him. But I think, you know, I think he's definitely under pressure. He's come out, he's already started slagging, you know, moaning about fans and stuff. And as I said the other day, I think when you do that, you know, you're on a losing battle. But as yeah, you said, I don't, yeah, he's not going to walk away um, wherever he's sacked and they're going to pay the money is another thing. But I don't think it'll happen. No, I, I think we definitely, uh, we've got him for another few games. And honestly, I hope we're here in the championship this time next year and you know he's turned it around he found the formula i, I just don't see well, it with other 
Yeah, but well, you know, with other managers, I've always felt there's been a maybe a light at the end of the tunnel at the moment, that there isn't a tunnel. Um, so yeah, yeah he, he he needs to he needs he needs to yeah, well, hopefully just have a look back at his uh, his notebook and see if there's any inspiration in there. He was drawing um, a picture I, I, of when he slid on his knees at yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, well, it, 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 whatever he's doing, um, I'd be really interested to see that. But uh, we've got a few huge, obviously crucial games coming up now. Um, good, good thing I think we've got some time off, and we can prep for the for the coming game. Um, but for now, guys, thank you very much for running through that very sort of disappointing but bit Groundhog Day performance from the lads and. Uh, you never know. Maybe you'll start to put a bit of a different, different sort of shape on it with some of the new signings he's put in, and they start to get a run out. I think we we would all hope for that. So, uh, but in the meantime, thanks everybody for downloading the pod. Uh, remember, go to uh, bluesfocuspod.co.uk and a new website where you can subscribe and download. Uh, or indeed, if you're downloading on uh, iTunes, then please leave a comment and rate us. It's massively appreciated. But for now, from myself and the two Toms, uh, guys, thanks a lot. And um, no, no, brilliant. And uh, yeah, we will be back with you, um, whether that be to preview or, or sort of review the coming game. But uh, thanks a lot and keep right on. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.